All right, good afternoon. This is the Known Trolls podcast for April 14th, Sunday. Uh, I'm Wes Dorn, Known Troll number one, Known Troll number two, Renee Herrera. What's going on, buddy? Hey, this is the third time we've started this podcast. <laughs> it is the third time. And the honorary third third Known Troll is uh, Moldo. Moldo, what's going on, buddy? Hey, not too much. I'm like the Al Roker here. Like on Late Night with Conan O'Brien, Al Roker would always like, be like your late <laughs> fill-in guest at the last second. And I feel like I'm the Al Roker. <laughs> So it's, a, yeah. it's an honor. <laughs> it's an honor. Honor to have yeah. you. Okay, we have a shitload to talk about. We're talking the last two episodes of Edge of Extinction. We're talking Game of Thrones tonight. We're talking uh, Season 40 of Survivor, which just leaked because of uh, Scumbag Redmond. And, um, <laughs> but we're probably more, more importantly, we're probably going to talk about my uh, my trip to Ireland. So we're going to talk about my trip for the first 50 minutes and then maybe like 10 minutes of like Survivor <laughs> and all that other talk. How, how's that sound, Moldo? That sounds great to me. I mean, I could talk Europe and Ireland all day. Ireland's not oh. a part of Europe, but you know what I mean. It's part of the EU. I guess so, yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see how that whole Brexit thing goes. Yeah. <laughs> Although that's not really, they're not really even the same country. So there you go. There's my knowledge. Yeah, well, kind of, but, uh, okay, we'll talk about Ireland at the end of the podcast. Anyway, um, Maldo, anything new, anything you want to share or talk about to get started? Um, not really. I got a new dog. He's a little, he's being a pain in the ass right now, but he's okay. He's, he's, he's resting. This is a very good podcast fodder. His name's Rocco. Rocco. What's, uh, any significance for the... The, the name no they named him that at the shelter and we were going to change it but then we just couldn't think of anything better because he seems like a rocker so it stuck there you go uh renee anything interesting going on uh I'm you've already middle. talked about this this is the third time you talked about yeah, this so i know this that is, your yeah. baby and your wife yeah. are on, a, on a trip right baby now and you're wife scared on a trip and uh i'm just like worried about them being okay and like i'm really missing my daughter and like i love my wife but not so much my wife because i talk to her but like my daughter i miss seeing her every night and uh so yeah that's pretty much it for me work has been insane um trying to get shit done there trying to finish up this show that i'm working on and uh it's just me and the pup until wednesday and yeah that's pretty much my life oh and i, I will yeah, also you- say um this will be the very. This will be the first episode ever that I watch of Game of Thrones alone because I always watch it with my wife. But I'm not fucking waiting for her to get back to watch it tonight. Oh, you got to watch it live. <laughs> got to watch it live. Yeah. So you know, R- Renee caring about his daughter. You know, he's a sensitive guy. He cares really about is. other people. Yeah, I'm a you know, sensitive. The soul. known trolls. You know, the known trolls. You know, we're nice guys. We're not assholes. Uh, <laughs> trolls with hearts. Um, trolls with hearts. Okay. <laughs> um... All right, let's see. Where are we going to begin? Holy fuck, we got a lot to go over. Um, so let's just go over the last two episodes of Survivor real fast. The last two boots. Let's go with Eric's boot episode first. Uh, I know that was two weeks ago, but did you have any uh, hangover, uh, hanging thoughts on that episode, Renee? Can you think back to it? It was the episode that Lauren passed out in. And um, Let me see. Um, and, oh, it's also, Rick was canceled as fuck by everybody for some reason. Who was that? <laughs> <laughs> Rick was Rick was canceled by everyone. Oh yeah, because oh, I that's guess right, he right. guess yeah. he was like um, pouting. It didn't really make yeah. any sense. Well, he was being a dumbass. That's why he got canceled. Because <laughs> you don't go. I'm never gonna work with you. You always just say yeah. Oh yeah, sounds good, War Dog. And then you just do whatever you want to do. Isn't that like Survivor 101? Is that reasonable to hate him because of that? I mean, I don't think it's reasonable to hate anybody. Hate on it, just hate itself is is not a reasonable response to somebody to another human being. In my book, right. I try to love everyone. Yeah, so, you're a lover, not a fighter, but, right? Yeah, but yeah, people on Twitter were getting 
you know, making a lot of hot takes out there. And let's just see how it all plays out because I just feel like that was kind of a red herring based on what happened the following week. What was, what what happened the following week? I don't even well, remember anymore. They all kind of yeah. Well, I, I still don't really know, but I guess what, they came, came back. Yeah, they came together or, on a vote. Okay. So. Oh, okay. He was just being salty. Oh. Maybe it just took him a second to realize, like he was playing with his heart for a second, and he got he was upset that they voted him out. But then maybe he had a nice long walk on the beach that we never saw, where he realized that he was being stupid, and then he readjusted. I was also thinking that he might have been at the re- uh, reward challenge. He might have been a little tipsy, and he, that's why he was saying sh- uh, stupid stuff in the mic. Uh, in the camera. <laughs> uh, Renee, any thoughts on Rick uh, being canceled as fuck? Um, uh, I thought it was weird. I mean, I like I like Rick. I mean, I know people have had their off and on yeah. uh, feelings towards him, but uh, I do like him as a character. He's been playing a pretty good game, I guess, but he was really dumb to, like, outright say that he wasn't going to refuse to work with those folks like Moldo said I mean he should have just said yeah man I'm with you and then just done his own thing um, but um, I don't see why that would be a reason to cancel him on Twitter but you know Twitter loves mm-hmm. their cancel culture um, <laughs> and uh, I do think um, well I'll just keep it to what happened last week but uh, yeah I mean as for last week's episode I mean it was fine I guess it was good to see some, you know, uh, some some craziness happen, some blindsides. Um, Eric um, seems like a nice guy, but like really fucking boring on the show. How yeah? How do we um, know if he like he, he was hardly <laughs> featured? It was like um, it, it's just seen, a throwaway character. Yeah, and uh, he kind of had his glory when he wanted to get rid of Aubrey, and he did that. And then, I don't know, there really wasn't any much left after that. Um, so I guess that was last week's episode. And then I guess if we want to jump into this week's episode, I think. Well, yeah. So yeah. okay, hold on a second. Um, let's okay. So Aurora got a lot of shit because she was talking strategy oh, yeah. when, when like poor Lauren was like dead in front of her. Um, <laughs> did you did you think that was appropriate, uh, Renee, for Aurora to be talking strategy right there? I mean, I'm sure it was fine. Like, because I obviously I have to rewatch every episode, but. You can see that, like, she couldn't look down, right? So, like, she didn't know what was happening. And, um, it obviously there was a lot of medical on scene. And, like, if Lauren was, like, dying, you know, remember how, like, Caleb died? Like, yeah. I'm sure she, they would have, probes would have stopped the challenge and, like, Aurora. But, like, they seemed like they were, like, you're okay. Like, she could probably hear Lauren talking. Like, so she just kind of continued. And um, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of funny that people were like, "Oh my god, so heartless!" <laughs> brings out the best of Survivor Twitter when shit like that happens. Yeah. Um, so speaking I, of Caleb, I saw that he just got baptized again. You know? Oh wow! <laughs> wow. Is that like a yearly thing that people do? Or? Yeah, I think that's uh, like yeah. every three months you're supposed to get baptized. I just call it uh, swimming, but. <laughs> swimming yeah. there is an expiration you, date on baptism so like you uh, have to get it every you know four or five years you need to refresh yourself okay yeah <laughs> or is it like every time you do something wrong you then go get baptized and like it's all good again yeah it, yeah i think that's how it works because if you're born again 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 or something <laughs> so the, so we really need we really need to um to baptize the known trolls podcast we yeah you guys this, uh, <laughs> every every monday you need to be baptized i'm like crap you need to cleanse this podcast stupid. Um, okay, and so, let's see. Uh, I think that's it for that, about, okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, you didn't miss Joe's much, res- 
No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> so, so they had oh. Chinese at the reward challenge. Would you Would you guys really want Chinese on a beach? Some I, Chinese would be fucking amazing at that point. Oh, Chinese would, nice food would be greasy, so fatty yeah. Chinese food. Hell yeah, dude! I would love it. Like Ameri- you didn't see that too. Sorry, you didn't see that too. Ener- uh, energized for Chinese. Are you not a Chinese t- uh, food fan, Waldo? No, I love Chinese food. What, uh, but are we talking American Chinese food or like authentic Chinese food? Because I've had we're both. talking we're talking American. But yeah, okay. both is good. But American. I, yeah. I think. I mean, as in life, I think I would be on the island. Anytime you put food in front of me, I'm going to be happy about it. What's your uh, What's your Chinese food? Uh, what's your top three, Waldo? Uh, I like a good sweet and sour chicken. General mm-hmm. So's chicken. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's and, uh, What's your appetizer choice? Oh, I gotta go with a nice egg roll. Egg roll? Really? That's like the worst app. Okay. Oh, if we're talking about like American Chinese food, like what do you What do you mean? What What are you crab rangoon guy? Is that Is that why you're? Those are the two. egg rolls and crab rangoon are the two worst. I mean, okay. Pot stickers. Pot stickers are amazing. I like uh, pot stickers. I don't even think of those. Sorry, there's just so many. <laughs> Boneless spare ribs are pretty solid. Uh, spare ribs that's like a main that's like a main course no i have to go with Maldon on this you go uh egg rolls and crab rangoons they're the best oh you guys that Um, is such i like i like spicy chinese food though so like and none of this sweet and sour shit for me i like the uh the kung pao or you know the Uh, oh yeah kung pao is on the list okay that's that's yeah Uh, what's your entree choice uh, renee um probably like some kung pao like shrimp or like trying to do better about not eating meat anymore so like maybe some kung pao veggie mm-hmm. something like that uh something a little spicy um and uh i will tell you that there was this we lived near chinatown when we lived in um chicago and so we went to this like crazy pot sticker house place it was like oh sounds amazing and uh and that was really good because you had like we literally ate like 15 different kinds of pot stickers that were like shaped mm-hmm. weirdly and they were like different. It was very, very tasty. Um, I wish, wish that was something out here like that. But uh, yeah, I do well, love the pot stickers. You got, there's a uh, Din Tai Fung in LA. You guys should go if you haven't been. I don't think I've been there. Is that like yeah. a, what's a, it's a, a it's dumpling a, house? It's, yeah, it's Taiwanese uh, food. And oh. it's primarily like uh, dim sum and like dumplings. And I it's have, fucking amazing. It's yeah. so good. But anyway, okay. I have back to, back to the topic. <laughs> yeah, this is riveting for all the yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> Chinese okay. food restaurants. Okay. Um, Ron is very over. So we're still on the Eric boot, and we know that Ron was super overconfident, and now that he's it's kind of come back to bite him in the ass. Um, uh, can I say Ron something go- about Ron? I, yes, please do. I've never been like I I can't stand him on this show like. He just is like very off-putting for me from day one. The whole dancing thing has just been a turnoff. It's been downhill from there. And just the I fact agree, is yeah. he's had this like bravado and thinks he's in control of everything, or he clearly wasn't in control. And any if anybody watched the show as much as he claimed to, he should know that he wasn't in control. And how often does an eight-person alliance fall apart before the final eight? Every single time ever. <laughs> well, he's also he got he benefited from Joe like as. His whole tribe did. That whole tribe is just like falling apart. Yeah, I would have liked um, to see Matthew Perry on Survivor playing Ron Clark. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might have gone better for everybody. Um, or what about Ron Clark on Survivor playing Matthew Perry? Oh, okay, I could see yeah. that. Uh, I will okay. say. Uh, so last week there was some Twitter drama as well between the contestants. I guess that was one of the only 
fun things about uh was that like who was beefing uh, like julia tweeted something about like after the vote obviously she tweeted something about how the reason why they went that way and then like ron clark like replied back to her and was like all sassy to her and stuff i was like oh shit look at this and then like victoria chimed in um it was very yeah i was just like oh what's going on here so clearly i don't know there must be some sort of like they're reliving some things maybe that they forgot about possibly while they were out there wait so uh julia and victoria were going at it is that what you said yeah like all three of them were kind of like get going at it with each other i guess trying to justify their reasons for voting so now we're, we know that they're kind of like still bitter at each other for their whole alliance just kind of crumbling. I guess. I mean, unless this is just like feelings that have come out since watching, you know, like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I was so pissed at that. Let me like <laughs> fucking tweet some sassy shit out. Yeah. yeah you know, I was going to compliment Wardog, but he's coming at us right now. So fuck that guy. I was going to talk <laughs> about how, how great of a strategist he's becoming, but he's talking about uh, the Dan Foley and Will Sims boot in my... Our, our thread right now. Um, also, that Ron Clark has a book. So, do you think there's people out there? You know, all the buff collectors, Renee. You know, you think people just collect Survivor books too? Oh, definitely, dude. There are people who collect everything from Survivor. Survivor. Um, Speaking of so. which, Survivor books. Look at I got one right here. Mark Burnett, jump in. <laughs> <laughs> I read the. Uh, I saw Arby posted the old school Survivor book about the filming yeah. of season one. Yeah, I, I had that book. Yeah, that was actually Me a too. Really good book. Yeah, I had that. I don't know where that is. It just took off and it was, went away. At some I, point. I still think the book of Survivor season one was better than watching it. Isn't the book always better than the show or the movie? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> that was just a bad joke. Sorry. <laughs> Eric gets bo- uh, voted out. I don't really have much else to say about that. Um, do you have anything about the Eric boot? Nothing. Uh, see you later, buddy. I Renee. don't know. <laughs> Renee. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing really. I mean, we can talk about more about him in this week's episode. Okay, let's transition to this week's episode, and uh, we start off with uh, Eric on Extinction Island, and like I said, nice guy, but he is very boring to watch. Yeah, and I think, uh, I don't know, I mean, I don't know if anyone's going to quit, because so, looking back, it might be really frustrating just to watch all these scenes of people going like, hmm, I was thinking about quitting, or raising that flag, it's just like, god damn it, can you just either quit or not, like, don't show us, don't try and tease us, you know, with all this stuff, like, it's just Mm -hmm. so annoying, um, I don't think anyone's going to quit. It's just kind of an unnecessary scene to put in there. Yeah, they've got... It seems like there's very little to talk about in terms of, of the game. So they, it's like either quit or not, or like you know talk about how like hard it is out on the island or being detached from the game. Yeah, if no one else quits, then it's going to make Wendy and Keith look like bigger bozos. <laughs> well, they, they, I don't know if they can look like bigger bozos. So okay. th- those two. Okay. War, like Wendy was a great casting, but... Keith, uh, what were they thinking with that guy? What were I don't they know. thinking? Um, okay, so Ron, overconfident, and now he thinks he's at the bottom of the alliance. At the bottom of the, oh. the, the t- totem pole. I had a lot to say. So, this, what happened with Ron and Julie this episode is kind of lends credence to the fact that you should go to Tribal Council as much as you can pre-merge. Because Ron and Julie, like... 
you know, the one thing happens that they don't want to happen, and they just fucking lost it. Like, they are both crying, and they're both, like, sad, and like, I don't know what to do. Oh, man, I can't believe I was betrayed. But it's like, if they had gone to one fucking tribal before, they would have kind of, you know, like, had a sack, you know, gotten some nuts before this tribal because <laughs> they're just like and i think it lends credence to the fact that like the more you go to tribal pre-merge the more you have a better sense of strategy of what to do and, and how you can read people better mm-hmm. post-merge because you've had to go through all that shit already right you know what i'm saying, yeah. you know what I'm saying? i think you're right i think those guys just the fact that they just immediately started crying. Like, like you're right. Sack up, Ron. Sack up, Julie. Let's get going. It's Survivor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they they completely just fell apart. And and Ron, again, isn't he like a high school principal? Like, who likes a high school principal? I didn't like my principal in high school. Shouldn't he have seen this coming? That there's going to be some rebellion against him? Yeah. And uh, so I don't know if, like, if your tribe is doing well on the pre-merge, I don't know if you want to... Um, you know, um, throw a challenge just to go to tribal or what, but like, I feel like you just, you need to have that, that sense of what a tribal council is like before you go in the merge. That kind of, it's interesting. Cause you know, remember in Palau, how, uh, they, uh, Tom, whatever their, their tribe name was ran the table, but they had that one where they had, both tribes had to go to tribal council and they got rid of Willard. You What's think the maybe, tribe name? Are you serious? It's Karor, buddy. Karor, <laughs> sorry, I, I don't remember this stuff. It's one of my was favorite like, Survivor season. Okay, but yeah, they had to get uh, they, they got rid of Willard because it was a joint. Everyone had to go tribal, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. So you you wonder maybe they wouldn't have stuck together if they never went through that experience because they kind of all scapegoated him, and then they're like, we're all strong. True. Of course, that doesn't. They also won every challenge, so it didn't really matter. But I guess my point isn't really doesn't really apply here, does it? Well, no, it does. It's kind of like uh, they get you get battle hardened uh, by yeah. Yeah. tribal and stuff. Or maybe if like a Willard is in the game at the merge, and there's like one or two people left, like Bobby, John, and Stephanie. Maybe a couple of those other people with Willard would come over to them and swing the numbers. <laughs> you never know. You never know That's what true. could happen. Your boy yeah. James Miller, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I totally agree that you need to also you need to see where people's vote voting allegiances lie. You know. But anyway, are you still watching the Penguins game? Is that still on Moldo? No, they lost. I'm watching the Pirates now. They, the Penguins <laughs> lost? Okay, good. Yeah. Um, all right, so Julie was got super emotional. Uh, is Julie losing it, Renee? Uh, well, she's definitely losing it, and uh, I have to give her um, I have to give her a shout-out because I posted a tweet that was like, I automatically cry when I see a survivor. Or I, I automatically laugh when a survivor starts crying just because it's so absurd, and then she replied to me, um, with like a, a nice sassy reply, but she got the joke. And obviously I think watching stuff back, she's like very much like, what the fuck was wrong with me? Um, so I give her props for that. Cause she can take a joke. You know, she's not one of these crybabies that's like all offended by everything. Um, but it was funny to see her fucking breaking down. Like, I was just like, what, you know, like this is insane. Um, and like no one out, like you don't see the lesser people, you know, even so any, any way emotional because they've all been through the shit already so much. So it, um, it is, it was very strange to see her break down like that. You gotta leave your home life at home, you know, not, don't bring that shit into the Island. You know, you don't bring your work home with you, right? Yeah, for sure. That's right. For sure. It's a okay. business trip. <laughs> isn't that, isn't that what Sandra said? Yeah. Somebody said that once. I think Sandra said that. 
Uh, we'll talk about Sandra later, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Now we get to Tribal Council. Renee, you got some uh, hot takes about this, but let's hear about uh, Moldo. What's your thoughts on this, uh, this extremely long Tribal Council? Uh, I didn't like it. I didn't know what was going on. I still don't know what happened. <laughs> I, 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 it was fun to watch, but then at the same time, you're just like, ah, oh, it's just a bunch of people whispering and talking over each other, and I just wish it was not... I wish it didn't get to that point, and I hope they kind of scale back on this kind of stuff in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it took an hour and a half or two hours, but don't most tribal councils usually go with two hours? Yeah. But I, I guess they were talking for like, they're strategizing for like an hour and a half. Yeah, the fact that it took two acts of showtime was nuts. Like, that, that's never happened. The fact that we were in tribal council at 8.20 or 8.30, and they were, they were just strategizing and whispering, and I don't know. It, like I said, it was fun to watch. I wouldn't want it to be the case very often mm-hmm. all right renee tell us what actually happened uh okay well first of all i have to say so i read this in the uh dalton ross probst interview i think maybe somewhere else but this episode was was so there's going to be a double boot next episode right so there's gonna be two people gone so this mm-hmm. was supposed to be the first half of that double boot um, because this only took place in one day, right? Eric was voted out on day 22, and then this was day 23. And so this was supposed to be the first half of a two-boot episode. That's why there was no mm-hmm. reward challenge or anything, because it was just a straight-up immunity. But I guess at some point they decided to make this its own hour just because of all the like insane shit that happened, um, both before mm-hmm. Tribal and during Tribal. Um, so that's interesting. So I wonder what, how that's going to lay into like how next, next week's episode is like laid out. Um, but beyond that, I agree with Moldo. Like, like I like when there's blind sides, but like, and I, this is fun to watch, but I don't want it to happen every week. Cause it was just like very confusing. And like, you know, you're watching, um, I rewatched the episode and Gavin was so intent on getting David out. Right. And um, I think that was the plan or shit. Maybe it was. I don't even know. But like at the end, you know, he was talking about how Julia was his closest ally. And then he ended up voting for her at the end. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what? Like we didn't. Right. There was just so much chaos happening that it's like, how did this guy end up voting for his closest ally, supposedly? Like that was so strange. Yeah. It seems like everyone kind of backed down. Everyone got like a little. a little nervous. They didn't want to be isolated by voting for anybody else. They wanted to just show that they're all voting for Julie. Uh, yeah, Julia. Julia. Yeah, all, all voting for Julia. Um, so, and, yeah, so and what the... F- I was just going to say Aurora, like, voted, still voted for David Aurora. I, Aurora has no clue what's fucking going on in this game. <laughs> like, I don't think she's voted correctly anytime she's voted. Like, I think she's always voted wrong. She wasn't in on the Eric vote? No, she wasn't. Huh? Was she? And Maybe she was she against. Was. She she was against. She was against Joe getting voted. Yeah, out, right? yeah, yeah. But she like was the only one that voted for Kelly still, or maybe it was Dick. Okay. No, she voted for David, and Julia voted for yeah, Kelly. Yeah, the rest were for Julia. That that Joe vote gets worse and worse by the week uh, by uh, each tribal council, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't like seeing Pagongins, which I'm sure would have happened if he had stayed. But like those mm-hmm. people really screwed themselves over. This is like the first ever like reverse pagonging. You know, it's like the, the it's like the the pagongs are like pagonging Toggy right now. Uh, yeah, 
how does a how does a minority alliance have a majority? It doesn't make any sense. It just seems like everyone is so dysfunctional at this point. They're not, they're not really communicating that well. I mean, if Ron was such if Ron was such a great leader, you know, shouldn't he be taking charge and like leading everybody? Yeah, I hope he doesn't put this chapter of his life in his next book. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, and now Julia gets ordered out. Seems like a nice nice enough woman. She had a nice closing speech and where she just kind of said goodbye. Do you? Do you think that was strategy at that point, Renee? That uh, or let's go to Moldo. Do you think that was strategy on Julia's part to kind of like, hey, you know, it's all good. You know, she's probably like muttering under her breath how much she hates everybody, but she's just trying to put like put on a good face. Oh yeah, hundred percent strategy because she has a chance to come back into the game. So she's trying not to upset anybody. All right. So I I don't know. I kind of think you just go the other way. Just go so completely over the top, like Doctor Will style, and just say like, I hate all of you. I'll see you in a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, what do you have to lose? You're, you're already gonna. Even if you come back into the game, like, are you, do you, you really have a shot at winning? I don't know if you have a shot. Like, it's, I guess, in the right circumstances. But she's playing a, a game, and, and especially how she went down, I could see why she'd want to go out with some grace, because it was all kind of a random turn of events. Yeah. That although she had a big factor in that too, like she misplayed at every opportunity. She had so many chances to kind of right the ship in that tribal council, and every chance she like went the wrong way with it. Renee, um, yeah, I think um, I do have. I, I kind of have to half apologize to Julia because looking back now, it's obvious that she you know, leaves this episode. So she did kind of have a um, reason to be pissed that she was being under-edited earlier in the season. Um, that being said, I still stick to my, you know, idea that, like, if you are good television, you will be on the show. So there's a half a factor there of, like, she just must have not been giving them anything good, but also, like, it sucks that she left this episode and, like, was barely a factor in the season. Um, yeah. uh, but... You know, yeah, it was, yeah, I mean, she just, she, when she called Rick a passenger and said it all derogatory-like, I think that was, like, the first nail in her coffin, because, like, she really just should have shut up at that point, and um, I think the biggest takeaway for me this episode was the fact that Wentworth and David are playing this game so well, and... Mm -hmm it really le lends credence to the fact that you should just vote out um, returning players right away because both of them, having played before, like, n could tell things. Like, when Kelly was saying how, you know, no one's talking to me while we're eating and, and Julia keeps winking at me, like, as if to say that she's sticking with me and you wouldn't be doing that if you were actually sticking with me, you know? And, like, David was saying, you know, when people aren't looking you in the eye... Like, that's, you know, they plan on voting you out, and it's just, like, these guys know, like, they know shit, right? And so I'm very impressed that both of them are still there. Um, and uh, I will go out on a limb right now and say that I think Kelly Wentworth is one of the, the best players to ever play this game because... Oh, wow. She, uh... <laughs> You know, Look at this ass kissing right here. <laughs> I'm not asking. I think David is very well as, as well, but like, so she, I think the thing is always a threat, right? So if you go into Survivor as a threat, then you, it's how you play the game after that. Mm -hmm. So like, like poverty yeah. on uh, fans versus favorites and heroes versus yeah. Villains, yeah. So like Kelly came into this game a threat because she played so well in Cambodia and yet she's still there and she's still, 
has an immunity idol and she seems like maybe she's going to be in the the top alliance now like who knows where it's going to take her but like she should have been gone really early as well as david i mean that guy made it very far and like there's no reason he should be around still and somehow he still is so like i give them both huge props yeah, I give them huge props too. But at a certain point, like, how much is it their, to their credit, and how much is it is just these people or that bad of players? Because if you're going in there and you you've seen these guys play before, how do you not like Ron? As much as I've dragged him this whole episode of the podcast, he had it right in that they were going after these players immediately. But then he stopped after Joe. He should have gone the other way. You go over to Kelly and David. Then Joe's just kind of there. He might win some challenges, but you just get him out at some point. But, right, he can't win. He can't win them all. No, but they had the, like it seemed like they started on the right track. They got rid of Aubrey, and then after that, they just kind of forgot. I, and and as soon as that merge happened, it should have been Kelly, David, out, out, and then they would have had control of the game. But I guess I mean I'm kind of making Renee's point for him that Kelly is a good player that she was able to navigate through all that, and David as well. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I always wonder it's like how much credit versus how much blame is, is to be assigned. Is it fifty fifty? Maybe it's seventy five to their credit, twenty five to the other players. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention to what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you you said it's like seventy five to twenty five, like credit to blame. Yes. Sure. I mean, what? I, I, <laughs> I, 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 had a, I had a, I had a, I had a good follow up, and now I just forgot some, forgot I think all it's though. Because I talked too I think it's completely situational, but I do think that. Um, I mean, obviously, like, like you said, there's a reason Aubrey's gone, and there's a reason that Kelly and David are still there. Um, and so I don't know. I think a lot of it has to do with just the player. I think, but um, in luck, obviously, like if you know, Kelly and David had been with the other tribe, like, they could have been the first ones voted out, right? They could be Aubrey and Joe right now, so. Right. You could, Yeah, it's like that with every returning season, like, if, if Russell and Rob had switched tribes at the beginning, and, you know, Rob could be, Russell could have won Redemption Island, Rob, Rob could have been the first one out, or second one out, whatever it was. Um, okay. Yeah, speaking of uh, ass-kissing, I think Wardog's the best player of all time. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> okay. Any uh, who's who are ne- who are the next? So we got a double boot episode this week. Uh, Maldo, who do you think is uh, who, who are the two boots going to be? Uh, I think Ron is going to be one of them, and then uh, I want to say Aurora, but I just think she's like such a non-threat to win that somebody's going to drag her ass to the end or at least close to it. <laughs> uh, she's won a lot of challenge. She's not won a lot, but she just won the last challenge. So that's true. She's- but- She's been out of it, but like she's never been in on any strategizing. She's always been like the seventh vote out of seven to get someone out. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. <coughs> not a good look. Ron, I'm gonna say Ron and Gavin. Those are my two. Ron and Gavin. Renee, who are your next two out? Um, I do think Gavin is gonna be one of these two players out. Um, I don't know. I don't know why necessarily, but I just think that uh, he. Um, he was so close to the line with Julia that he kind of almost shot himself in the foot voting her out, right? Because I think that it does seem like Julia and Ron are very much going to be working with the Lesu people. Um, so I think that's going to leave out Gavin. And uh, and I, I don't know, I guess maybe Aurora. Maybe Aurora and Gavin. Because Aurora just doesn't seem like... She's like that wild card where like if you don't know what this person's doing, you might as well just vote them out. Mm-hmm. You can't predict what they're gonna do. So, so I think Ron's out next, just because I think they're just they're just whittling that tribe down. 
And then I could see a surprise one like uh, Rick getting going out too because they're trying to like minim uh, trying to minimize David's uh, strength in the game too, and so they get rid of his number one ally and Rick. But yeah, there's also another out. There's also another immunity idol out there at this point too. So yeah, see who picks that up. That could be a game changer. Could be a game changer. <laughs> and uh, I will go on the record as saying that um, I'm I'm enjoying this season. You know, with the characters yes, and yeah, the edge of extinction and everything. Like, I know that there was a lot of bad thoughts going in, thinking like, oh, there's a reason why Lance Filman was like, go after the season filmed and everything, mm-hmm. and people had like bad omens. But like, I don't know. I mean, I heard rumors this season sucked, but. I'm very much enjoying it, and I mean, we still have what I guess four or five episodes left. Anything could happen, but I've liked the way it's been so far. So, how could this season suck? Like, what's who's the winner that would make the season suck? I mean, the only thing I can think of is like, you know, someone comes back from Edge of Extinction that's like kind of lame. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like who can we say, Eric, like Eric or Chris, back, I mean- and then. The next, the final three is like Eric, David, and Wentworth, and like everyone's salty at David and Wentworth, and so they vote for mm-hmm. Eric to win. Like I could see that being lame because it's like, what this boring guy that was like comes back and then like wins? Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, could you see Joe pulling like an Ian Rosenberg, like at you know he gets to the they had the final immunity. No, they had the chance to get back back on Extinction Island. And he just decides not to play. He's like, I don't want to win Survivor this way. I want to win it like the normal way. I don't want to. I don't want to rely on my strengths. I want to rely on my brain. Can you see Joe just like not even taking part in that that challenge to get back on? Oh, uh, I could totally see it because Joe doesn't seem like much is going on in that head of his. Well, <laughs> yeah, also, it doesn't we, seem like he wants for money either because he's like out gallivanting around all the time. Yeah, yeah. Talking about Joe, you know, we didn't even mention it, but uh, you know, Joe is uh, the next Survivor wedding coming up. You know, are they going? Oh yeah. Congrats to I Joe and so. Sierra. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to the primetime special, like I'm, Robin Amber. I'm looking forward to the CBS All Access special, more likely. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think you think Kelly Wigglesworth will get an invite to the wedding? <laughs> Maybe we'll get another uh, honeymoon uh, Survivor videotape as well. Yeah. yeah. Are they going to be like, bo- oh, God. <laughs> With body paint. Are they going to have body yeah. painting? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay. okay. All right, let's get to the main... <laughs> part of the podcast now we have what 30 minutes left before you gotta go Renee 40 minutes uh well that's it's all based on my when my landlord's coming over he hasn't sent me anything yet so that's so. your landlord he's gotta come and come on a Sunday family. so like I just I gotta <laughs> yeah can you fucking this fucking war dog he's fucking calling me out here this war dog that's our he war went, dog hey listen to this he says t- shut up t- shut up Tim Excuse me, Mr. The War Dog. Do you care to speak on the authenticity of Wes's claim that Lawrence Burns recognizing him in person from a tweet? Thank you for your thoughtful response. And then War Dog says, I have no comment on the matter as much as I love to comment. I feel it's best until the entire story plays out. Then I'd love to share my thoughts with all the important people like uh, some other podcasts, Ron Howard, and then much later me. Oh, boy. Fuck you. What a foe. (laughs) What a foe. God. All right, moving on. Um, uh, Survivor 40 was just leaked by Chodemond. Uh, <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> who, who, who gave him that nickname? Was that you, Renee, or was that Zach Vossler? Uh, I don't know. Could have been, been me. Uh, 
I yeah, love so the I think, yeah. Yeah, you and Moldo, you guys love to say chode. Oh, that's a great word. I guess it's like uh, your uh, your way of saying bozo, like I say bozo. Um, okay, so season 40 is rumored to be an all-winter season. So can we talk um, about how reckless this was, first of all? Yes, extremely reckless. Um, let's pull up, uh, so there's a thing that Reddit Redmond said on Reddit recently. Um, so there's a Reddit thread or a subreddit called Spoiled Survivor where just people make all these like stupid ass predictions about what's going on when no one really knows anything. Yeah. Uh, Redmond said six days ago. I don't know when this was said, but anyway, so Redmond said casting, casting have been casting what casting has been, he spelled it. Okay. Casting has been keeping things much tighter. That, should I say it in a British accent? Uh, yeah, let's hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't practiced my British. Okay, I'm just... Casting has been keeping things much tighter this year, but there is a reason it's so quiet. I don't know all the de- details yet, and the small bits I do know, I'm not confident to put out there yet for a couple of reasons. One being I wouldn't want to mess up, mess it up for anyone because I think it could be quite cool. I do not know... I do know most of the rumors currently out there are, are not accurate. I will most likely be... It will most likely be early May when I publish S39 and S40 info. So what happened? He said he wasn't going to release it because it could... Because um, uh, he he said he didn't want to release this stuff because it might mess mess it up for anyone, for some people. And he also said he might do it in early May. So why is he dropping all this information now, Renee? I don't know, man. I think it's very stupid of him to do that because I know having spoken to people in the know with the show that like they don't like him having this info like they obviously they obviously have not been able to like figure out who has been giving them this info all these years yeah um mm-hmm. i've got some i've got i've got some theories i but, think uh, that they've kind of whittled it down because he has lost like he has lost info the last couple years it mm-hmm. seems like he hasn't gotten as much as he previously had so um so maybe he was just like got this and was like, well, I don't want someone else to scoop me or whatever. But I just think it was something that he did without thinking it through. Because like you said, I mean, they're not going to film this thing until early June. The probably mm-hmm. the, the the thing they've done the last few years is the cast leaves um, for for that season, like right after the finale of this current season right Right. so like Mm -hmm. so there's still a month left of right before this they're gonna leave and man you might might have just fucked everything up like the producers might be like fuck it we're gonna scrap it we're gonna do heroes versus villains 2 instead or or we're gonna do another game changers yeah or we're gonna do another game changers. changers like they still have plenty of time to call a bunch of people that they had on the hook right bunch of returning mm-hmm. players and be like guess what you're up you ready to go in a month like i'm sure the yeah they're gonna say yeah. all because of redman fuck all this, guy. Of this and like, guy and like i personally have been waiting to see an all-winter an all- season yeah. and like i think it would be awesome but now we might lose that chance because of this fucking guy this guy. fucking asshole yeah. you really think is so that, we've been no, i mean chances are if it's gonna it's probably not gonna change because of him yeah. but like he doesn't have that much influence i mean no. he's got He's got all the Reddit mongs who are like uh, his followers and stuff like that. But that is a perfect point, though. Like we've been waiting for uh, an all winter season for the longest of time, and people thought it would never happen. Probst said it wouldn't happen because there wasn't that many like interesting winners, or that he couldn't compile like a good season with all the winners. But now it seems like it's upon us, and this fucking guy might be ruining it for everyone. So yeah. 
if I was a former player, if I'm a super, if I'm a, if I'm a fan of Survivor, I'm unfollowing this guy. I'm blocking this guy. We should like, yeah. We should have what's okay. okay. Uh, I'm having no contact with this guy whatsoever. Well, aren't you blocked by him? No, too? no, I'm. <laughs> I, I blocked him. But I'm saying, like, if I was a former player, I would be like, I don't want to go anywhere. Oh, near this absolutely. Guy. Yeah. So we're we're putting it on record, and Renee says it. Uh, he just said it that. People within Survivor don't like him. So if you're a player, if you want to get on Survivor, you should distance yourself from this guy as much as possible. I just the whole thing just is curious to me. It's like this dude's running around like who? What's he? What's he doing? He's doing like investigative legwork. Is he like Woodward and Bernstein? He's like going around interviewing all these people, like just bugging people on private message. Like what's he? What's what's the end game? What does he get what? out of this? What do players or someone in the know, what do they get by feeding him information? I never knew that. And the thing is, like, Renee and I have gotten stuff in the past, and we've definitely specifically had conversations where, like, you know, we shouldn't post this stuff because, like, we wouldn't want to ruin it for people. So, like, what what do people get by giving him information? I just don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, it makes them feel important probably is what it is. Like, I know something. I'm going to give it to this random internet guy. The only thing I can think of for this particular season is that someone who was, who in their mind, thought, yeah, thought they were close to getting on, ended up not getting on, and so now they're pissed, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, fuck production!" Like, and so then they leaked it. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be all winners, you know. Post that shit, like flame them or whatever. Like that's all how I can about think this? of. Because how about like, this? Bitter ass players out there. Now there is a former winner. That is a big redditor that I don't think is getting on the all winter season, and he goes by the name of Adam Klein. Could you <laughs> could, could you see Adam Klein uh, leaking this information to Redmond because he told because he didn't make finals casting for the all winter season? I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I like Adam, but he is he's a weird dude. I mean, he's off doing some weird ass fucking thing in the Bahamas or whatever right now. Yeah. That's very strange. Um, <laughs> yeah. What, I, I don't understand what that is. He's like an ambassador for some thing in the Virgin islands. Like what's he, going on? I mean, he's living the dream. I mean, yeah. I would love that job too. If you're like your mid twenties or late twenties, you're just down in the Caribbean, like live playing poker. I mean, yeah. that's a pretty sick job. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, we had good conversations with him pr- uh, privately and I've always said that, uh, no, uh, yeah, when we met him, and I've always said this too. You know, you can't, you don't judge someone by their actions online. Online is so different from in in real life. So, yeah, I don't know what he's like in real life actually, because we met him at the Survivor Game Changers finale. Was that it? Yeah. And that's like the worst. That those things, those events are also a really bad way to judge somebody, just because there's a, like there's a lot of stuff going on. At yeah, those yeah, so much chaos. A lot of alcohol. And a lot of alcohol and gas. just like a lot, a lot of tension, a lot of like, a lot of enemies, a lot of you know, yeah. a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. Um, okay, so I I did some research today. And so I, I guess if this, this is an all winter season, right? Let's talk about it, right? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna give you a boot order. We're gonna give our predictions of who wins. <laughs> uh, no. Um, okay. So if there is season thirty nine is filming right now. After that, there will be 38 winners because Sandra has won twice. Um, I think these are the official people that I think are getting back. I've got three, six, six men that I think are definitely being brought back. Those are Wendell, Jeremy, Tony, Boston Rob, Earl, and Richard Hatch. Okay. Do you 
disagree with any of those six. Wendell, Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy Collins, uh, Tony Vlachos, Boston Rob, Earl Cole, and Richard Hatch. Along. I mean, I could some of these guys. They might not want to come back, like Boston Rob. Like I, I, Boston I, Rob turning down an all-winter season of Survivor. Give me a break. He said he would never play again, but you can't really Give take it. Give me a break. He he's dying to play again. <laughs> he's got to pay. His, he's got to feed his family. That's true. Yeah, he has like twenty kids, doesn't he? Yeah, don't. If you had four kids, wouldn't you want some time away too? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Renee, uh, any issues with uh, I, I, like I like your list. I like your list. I think it's pretty good. I mean, I think you're listing Wendell, Jeremy, um, Earl because you know they're black dudes and they want some diversity in the cast. Obviously, um, uh, it would no. It's not just because of black. I think everyone's always expected Earl to be brought back. Yeah, uh, Wendell's recent. Uh, Wendell is like I do has think a it, lot was, to prove. Um, it was. It um, was interesting that. Earl just came on to Rob has a podcast this week to talk with Rob. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yep. So that's a very mm-hmm. telling tell. Um, I think, yeah, like Moldo said, I know Boston Rob has repeatedly said he would never play again, but I do think that for an all winter season, he probably would come out of retirement. Um, yeah, I do like your list. Um, I don't do you think necessarily... Tony's coming back. I think Tony will come back because I think that he, um, being, I think the big thing is all winners, right? Because I think a lot of these winners, because I know Tom Westman, he complained on Heroes versus Villains that like I'm never gonna come back again unless it's on all winners season because like for whatever mm-hmm. reason there's this stigma of like them being targeted, you know? Yeah. Um, which I guess is valid. He also so. he also probably didn't have any pregame alliances either. I mean, he was probably chummy with Stephanie, but then. Yeah. He just um, didn't play Amanda, game. Rupert, yeah. You know, there's I was, yeah, I was gonna say Tom Westman would probably be on that list. I would add him as a seventh. I think he has a good shot of coming back. Do you think so? You think so? Uh, I well, okay, so there so I, I listed six men, so there's yeah. four openings. Do you think we're getting twenty people or do you think they're gonna stretch it to like twenty two or twenty four? I say we um I don't think they can go past twenty, I would think. But no. what are well, your women this, what are your women locks first? Okay, so my locks for women. Sarah Lucina. Yeah. Michelle Fitzgerald. Okay. Natalie Anderson. Okay. Denise Stapley. Uh-huh. Uh, Kim, what's her, Kim Spradlin. Spradlin, yeah. Sandra. Uh-huh. And Poverty. Okay. That's, that's seven a good-ass list. Um, mm-hmm. I that is, that's I a, that's a disagree with that. That's a murderer's row yeah. right there. That's if, that's a good list. With just those players that you've mentioned, like Denise Stapley is my winner's pick. Count it. Uh, you think Denise is winning this uh, all-winner yeah. season? Yeah, if Denise plays, she's winning. That's fine. I think Sandra's first voted out. Yeah, I think Sandra's definitely an early boot, first or second, for sure. You, you can't give her any space. <laughs> and She's already won twice. She's had enough. Like, she's out had of enough, yeah. I think Denise is a great winner's pick. You yeah. know what? I can't make my I can't make my prediction um, yet until I see everyone I, else. Here's the thing because that I because we still have 38 and 39. We, there could be the winner of 38 and the winner of 39 could be yeah. on there too. But um, they also everyone's going to think like with 39, no one's going to really know who that person is. And we've seen it time time and time and time before with uh, Rupert and then with uh, Russell and probably with others too, maybe Stephanie. But people are going to be very weary of Zeke. someone they don't know. Yeah. When he, oh yeah, Zeke and Michaela. Yeah. Right. Do, I told you think, about this too. Ben, do you think whoever wins this season is a lock to get on the next season, or it just depends on who ends up winning? Like if it's if Joe comes back and wins, he's definitely going to get on the forty. 
Yeah, if, absolutely. Yeah. I think if Kelly or Lauren wins, they might. Yeah. Um, um, I think the biggest thing is, and this goes back to like a podcast I heard with Tyson before, or was it? I think it was right after he played Blood versus Water. But um, he said that um, it's it's players, winners who've played before and winners who haven't, right? So like, if you mm. are a first time winner, so like say Earl, like he mm. doesn't have the experience of having been voted out, right? So like. If he's on a tribe with Sarah Lacina, like she knows what it's like to get voted out, right? So like she right. may be willing to play a little bit more harder or a little bit more riskier, mm-hmm. but he's not, right? Um, your Yules, right? Yule, if he comes back, like I don't know if he will, but mm-hmm. I always liked him. Like I think the players who've never lost before, like they don't have that sense of what they did wrong, right? Whereas mm-hmm. winners who have played before. And maybe if played after they won, I guess, like they know what it's like to like lose. So like I think there's just a difference there. Okay. All right. right? So let's go. Th- yeah. I yeah, and that so. makes sense. The more yeah. you do something, the more reps you get at something, yeah. you're yeah. gonna be Absolutely. better at it. It's like if you're the first time you ever play poker and you win, you're like think, oh, everything I did was great. Then the <laughs> yeah. next time you got you, you, you could have pocket killed. aces, and then yeah. somebody knocks you out. It, right. Yeah. And more reps. Ten thousand hours. I think Boston Rob has about. 10,000 hours of Survivor in him already. Mm-hmm. So he's yeah. he's pretty set. But some of these players, yeah, they're going to have their work cut out for him because they don't really have that feeling and their spidey senses aren't honed in. <laughs> okay. Um, let's go Let's go cancel some people out that I think aren't have no shot at getting on. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think... Um, I will so go on the record. Spike- I, I, I would love to see anyone that has not played a second time. Like it doesn't matter so who they are. See, like, Vis- you don't you want to see Vesepia play? Yeah, like I wouldn't mind seeing Vesepia uh-huh. play because like. But this is like, you, you know we made a good. I think you made a good point, Renee. It's like they have to want to play. You can't just like, hey, you're gonna play Survivor. You're leaving. In yeah, two weeks, and you, you have know? to want to play. I think play. for the most part, every winner from stuff I've heard after does want to play. It's just a matter of like, like Probst probably doesn't want Vesepia to play because he didn't think she was a good winner. So therefore, mm-hmm. you know. They didn't maybe reach out to her or whatever. I would hope they would they would have reached out to every single winner though when they were casting this. Yeah. Okay. So let's go cancel some people out. I don't think Jenna Maraska is going to be brought back. I think she's got a so she had like drug issues last year. Yeah. You think oh, yeah. she I think has some stuff she, to work out? I think she would have if that Pittsburgh girl Jenna Maraska, right? Um, what's that? Yeah, I like yeah. Jenna. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, she's obviously going through some shit, so I don't think she's coming back. So would that cancel out Todd and Fabio too? I don't yeah. know, man. Because like Todd, I really loved as a winner, and mm-hmm. I would love to see him play again. Especially since it's been a long, you know, a while. He's what in his thirties now, but he has had what like a couple relapses and shit. So like I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he claims the last time he was on with Rob, he claimed like he was ready to go and he was really pumped to try and play again. But like I don't know if. But I think he had a no show to Rob recently too like six months ago he was supposed to pod with rob and he didn't they didn't end up having that happen so or maybe maybe they didn't have that happen because he didn't want to endanger his spot on the season yeah Yeah. i just think it's such a liability to have someone that has problems until they get their head straight and that you you know like to have someone go out there in those kind of conditions is not ideal Mm -hmm. Uh, i think survivor in particular is very 
cautious about that nowadays. Yeah, so they should be. I'd say Amber Burkich probably not going to happen because because Rob would be out there. Yeah, unless they have a really great nanny that they trust for a couple months, or or, or yeah, like the, uh, their grandparents or whatever. I, I, I would actually both go out. There. I'd way more like to see Amber play again versus Rob. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I love Amber. No, well, no. I it's been say, so I'd long. Like to see, it's been so long. I'd like to see. I'd like yeah. to see Amber play, but if we're getting all winners in there, we have to have Rob in there. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Tina Wesson. I'm just going through the list. I'd say I, I could go either way on her. She's already played three times, so enough's enough. You, you yeah. Could put another person in that spot. Uh, Sophie Clark. I think wasn't there rumors that Sophie was up for Game Changers? Um, I think there was a rumor that. It was going to be like four, five, four tribes or so, and one of them was going to be all winners. And I think she was up for that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I did not have a good experience meeting Sophie, so like, I can go either way with her. I would kind of like to just see her go on, just because I don't think she would do very good. And I think it would be nice. <laughs> it would be like very, you know, like uh, it would be nice to just see her get eat you know eating crow like going out like second or third or something like that so if she floundered would that make coach's uh claim to the title of south pacific even better definitely yeah <laughs> i mean i think coach i mean coach was instrumental in her victory you got to give her credit for being able to navigate through coach's nonsense but still he he was the guy who formed that alliance i mean mm. and he they, they stuck together but it was it was all coach i, I think like i'd give the coach Coach kind of lost that more than she won it. If you can keep Brandon Hanson in line for 37 days, yeah. then you deserve yeah. to win. I'm a huge um, coach fan. Big, I, big, oh, big coach fan. This is a coach-sponsored podcast. Yeah, we huge coach. The known trolls are huge coach fans. I remember this story. <laughs> we, I think we actually so, coach was supposed to be on today, Ryan, and we bumped him for you. Yeah. How about that? Uh, yeah. Uh, you made the right choice. He had an older computer, so it was like even way worse <laughs> for him to get updated. He was running Windows 3.1. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I was going to say, I remember some stories Sophie told on Rob way back when, after she, she had won, that she got into some sort of a online fight with Sandra because Sandra, like, emailed all the winners or something and, like, welcomed mm-hmm. Sophie to the club. <laughs> and, like, Sophie okay. responded in some sort of weird, sassy way. And, like, Sandra got really mad at her for it. Um, oh, amazing. Okay. And uh, so I think that's the thing is, like, Sophie has this weird, like, I think she she has a way of pissing people off without knowing it, and I don't think that would bode well for her if she played again. Okay, so we still have three women's spots left, so maybe, maybe Vesepi. What about Danny Boatride? Uh-huh. I love Danny, but um, mm-hmm. I think she's one of my favorite winners, but I, I've heard somewhere that she was not well liked by production because she refused to give them info. Reveal stuff. Yeah. So okay. like she didn't want to. She she probably just want to try to protect her game by not revealing too correct, much. Correct. Right? Correct. And so okay. I don't think. I mean, I don't know if anyone even remembers that or anything to this day. But it's been a while, and I think the last she was on Twitter, she said she'd play again. So I think she was rumored for Game Changers too. So yeah, maybe. You know, at, at some point these rumors turn into facts. Yeah. So. Uh, rumors, if you will. Right. <laughs> Natalie White. Uh, I'd love to see Natalie White play again. Um, just, just to fuck over T Dub. Just to fuck over T Dub, and just <laughs> to like, I don't know, for her to prove what people don't give her credit for, which is like being able to navigate the personalities to a win. Mm-hmm. 
you know. I agree. I'm I'm in. I like Natalie, and I'd love to see her without the specter of Russell Hance. Yeah, <laughs> overshadowing her for an entire game. And I think the the other thing people maybe may not want to admit is like we this cast needs to be diverse both in age, um, and you know I guess race. But like, if Natalie White is still hot, like they're going to put her on over like some other older woman winner. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm not yeah. going to go. I'm not going to rank woman like you want me to, but there's a, <laughs> we're not ranking them that way, but just yeah. diversity and in, in looks as well as yeah. ethnicities okay. and style of game. Yeah. I think it's all part of the, that's what makes the cast good. It's a little bit of alchemy. You can't just have a bunch of game bots out there. Or a bunch of Boston Rob types. A bunch of Boston Rob types would be amazing. You wouldn't, you wouldn't want to see a, a bunch of asshole, aggressive people, like 20 assholes for like a season? How crazy would that be? It would be crazy, but that's not really Survivor. It's about all different types of people coming together and battling. It's actually Survivor Worlds Apart, so I think that already happened. That's true. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, so let's see who else. So I think we just, I think we're getting at least one. If the winners of 38 and 39 are women, I think they, they might get on. At least one of them. Yeah, because they need like a good female winner, right? On there, right? Because we were trying to cast the last three good recent three one. spots with Tina, Vesepia, Danny, um, Sophie, those four, and Natalie White. So five, five winners for three spots with potentially one or two others. Yeah. So maybe seven people fighting out for three spots. But okay, let's um. Any closing thoughts on the woman? Uh, Renee, um, no, I mean, I guess we'll see. I I personally don't have any issues with any of them coming back, so I'll be happy with mm-hmm. whoever. Moldo, I agree. I think that if you won, you you should have a, be at least considered to be a part of this, uh, and I think whoever they pick will be good. I think they uh, they won for a reason. They have to be they have to be good at the game on some level. Whether it's yeah. just some based more on luck than others, but it, yeah, it would be nice to see Natalie, like Amber and Sophie, getting in there to kind of like prove all the haters wrong. You know, yeah. like they did deserve to win over like Rob, Coach, and uh, Russell. Okay, so for the men, let's just—I uh, don't. Okay, it is a, a lot harder. So if we're looking at because I just had six definites, and that wasn't even including Cochran or Tyson or. Um, Yule or Aris, and even Tom Westman too. Aris is I think Bra- definitely not coming back. <laughs> Aris, why not? Oh, I just think like the you know the rumor was that they only really brought him back for Blood Wars of Water because they wanted to cast Vetus, mm-hmm. um, and he wasn't really all that dynamic on the show anyways. Aris that season, right. so it's like I think he's kind of like he's a nice guy. I've met him and had a conversation with him, but I just don't see him being in any way included in this, unfortunately for him. Yeah, I think you could roll, roll out Ben Dreyerbergen. No, I think, they, I think they need to bring Ben back because I think he was very much a controversial winner. and so Because I, of the fire-making challenge? Yeah, and so I think there's a lot of people who like quote-unquote like don't recognize his win, right? <laughs> Um, so I think he, like Natalie White, needs to come back to like prove to the haters that like if he like, can do it, uh, or not, he can do. Uh, uh, no thanks. I'm not a great fan of him, but I'm just saying like I think he's got this stigma, and you know, plus he's like, I mean, he like, wears a cowboy hat, you know, he's like a country boy. 
Like they want. We well, had the shit. whole he had the whole uh, PTSD yeah, like uh, got war that, veteran like, story too. I think that that they really want that right for a demographic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, so you're th- you're thinking Ben is brought back for like, the veterans and stuff like the the pubs. Yeah, I think he's very much a. Uh, I don't think he's a Trump supporter, but I think Trump supporters loved him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of your boys, uh, Nick Wilson is he coming back? Uh, no um, honestly no because i don't think he was a very dynamic winner and like mm-hmm. i guess if they wanted to bring someone kind of youngish back they could have him but like i don't honestly see him being you know like what's his role coming back just the young guy i guess yeah i guess he, isn't he like a lawyer or a politician now he looks, He's if yeah. he came back, he would be out so fast. He's going around. Can you imagine his nonsense coming up with alliance nicknames <laughs> with like Boston Rob? That's true. Then totally he would yeah. be out of there before the like before the first travel council. They'd be like, Jeff, can we have one right now? You're gone. <laughs> He'd be like cold and like voluntarily going into the travel council. Yeah. And, yes. Uh, one word. Like they would just. I just feel like he'd be eaten up and spit out. Yeah, he would yeah. be. So speaking speaking of someone else who probably get spit out, eaten up and spit out, Adam Klein is he coming back? <laughs> I do think Adam Klein is coming back because I think he had such a great story last time, Um, Mm -hmm. just so emotional and everything. And, you know, he was kind of like a game body type fan person. Um, I don't think he makes it far, honestly, but, you know, it would be interesting to see him play again with all these winners, see what he's made of. But what's Klein's story now? I mean, so he had the the sorry, like the sad story about his mom. But I but think now, it's just like a follow that, up on that. Like now that he like what have what, what's he been doing? Like traveling the world? Like well, he's trying to get with survivor groupies, maybe in and the Virgin they're, Islands. They're in the Virgin to, Islands, they're going to paint it as he's been, you know, starting this charity or he's been fighting for charity for cancer right, and right, everything. Right. And like, mm-hmm. well, now he's gonna what's you know now he doesn't have his mom's not sick, right? She passed, so like, what's that gonna be like without him thinking about that? I guess that could be his storyline. Mm-hmm. He can actually focus on Survivor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mike. I, Mike. Oh, Mike. Go on, no, go on, Baldo. What was your final? No, I'm going to say I would. I would pass on Mike. I just not not my cup of tea. Mike Holloway. Yeah. You already Mike you're Holloway. already getting bent on. You know, I don't, doesn't <laughs> yeah. Mike doesn't um, Mike kind of fit the same character? I know Mike. Yes, he was up for Game Changers as well, Holloway. But like, I don't know. I feel like uh, again, Mike might get on just simply a because he was up for Game Changers, but also like he had that weird win where he like won immunity, right? So like, mm-hmm. I think everyone said like if he had just not won immunity one of those times, he would have been voted out. So I don't know how great of a win that makes you, but well, he's definitely admit- better than Carolyn and Will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was. I the one name that we ha- I'm surprised we haven't brought up yet, Chris Doherty, <laughs> season nine Vanuatu. <laughs> that guy needs to come back. I love King, him. Yeah, you're talking you, about the red states. The red he is the red states. That's true. <laughs> the red states love him. Him and his uh, JT. You know, well, okay, we're, we're going down. We'll talk to talk about Chris in a second. But so Tyson. Tyson's a very interesting name. I think he could be left on the cutting room floor though. Yeah, he's played three times. Like what else? What that. else do we yeah. have to see from Tyson? I don't really, know? honestly, I don't think, I don't think there's a story in it for him. Mm-hmm. So, Waldo, Tyson, no. I mean, I, I would, I always like to see Tyson on my television. He's, he's a fun guy. I like to watch him, but 
Uh, I think Renee's right. They probably will pass him over for this. All right, Cochran? Uh, supposedly he also said he wouldn't play again because he's worked on too many CBS shows. I don't think that's right, though. Oh, I think, that's right. I think that they would still ask him, but I feel like... <laughs> I feel... I met Cochran. He's a nice guy, but he is a real fucking weirdo. And I think that he <laughs> is too scared to play again, right? And I don't... Why? Because I think he, like, he won kind of... He won handedly his second time, right? And he's just such a weird, nervous guy that I don't think he wants to ruin that by going back again. So he's using this CBS excuse to be like, well, I can't play. So, you know, so I don't know. I doubt we'll see him again. I'm sure they'll ask him. If I were him, uh, yeah, I'm sure they should. They have to ask him. But he won Survivor, and then he now he's like a, a writer, and he's like selling TV shows. Why would he go back? Mm -hmm. he's making money he's doing just fine why why subject yourself if you're already living the dream well he's one of probes boys yeah so i feel like if uh probes wants him on he'll get him on yeah that's true him and uh, like him and colby he's like the new colby poker night with colby isn't that that's like such a dated (laughs) joke colby (laughs) that's like a 2002 joke (laughs) probes and colby had poker nights yeah drinking beers in the outback um All right, these two are kind of like linked up, JT and Bob. I think they're both gone. I think they're. I think JT's done. Yeah, I think we've seen enough of JT. He's made well. The last one was a pretty bonehead move, um, and uh, Bob. I don't know. I mean, he was weird, and I don't. I think he's kind of old. Yeah, when Rob did his uh, evolution of strategy, Bob was like his fi- like last ranked winner. You know. And I think that's the case. Is like Bob's win is just so weird and out of the, out of left field that like I don't think they would ever have him on again. Plus, he's really old at this point, right? Like, right, unless like, they want he has like to an be old dude, old dude to play, like pushing seventy. Yeah, I doubt we'll ever see him again. Okay, Yule. Yule didn't. Uh, Yule had like controversy like six months ago because he was. Uh, Oh, yeah. In charge of, like, Facebook's, like, privacy or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and, like, that's right. That's, like, the worst. I mean, he probably made a shit ton of money, but, like, that's not, like, the best optics. Yeah, I I love Yule. I think he's one of my favorite winners. Um, mm-hmm. He was very smart. He was probably too boring for a lot of people. I'd love to see him play again. I don't think it'll happen, though. If Yule got voted out early, there is no way that guy's staying at Ponderosa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I guess I already penciled that in for him, like, leaving. Also, so now that I mentioned Ponderosa, I think that if we have, if this is actually happening all winners, I think we're getting Extinction Island again. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, for sure. Okay. Um, RS, we just talked about Tom Westman. You guys think Tom's in? Um, I don't know. I mean,. I could take it or leave it with him. Um, he's an all-American guy, so I could see them bringing him back. But he's at this point, he's an older dude as well. Like I don't know, you know. So we're gonna get like a, the pubs across uh, America alliance. We're gonna get like Tom, like Nick Wilson, Mike Holloway, yeah. Ben Dreberging, yeah. Sarah Lucina. You know, yeah. that's the alliance that everyone wants to see, right? <laughs> It'd be our oh, and then Chris nightmare. Oh, God, he wouldn't even watch. Uh, Chris, uh, then talking about uh, Mr. Pub himself, Chris Doherty. Chris Daughtry? Chris, Chris Doherty? Um, Doherty, Dod- Chris Daughtry is yeah. American Idol. So I met... Uh, I, I, I'd see, I'd like to watch him on the show. 
<laughs> I met Chris at this thing a long time ago and talked to him for like an hour. Dude was really awesome. He's a nice dude. Mm-hmm. Um, he claimed he will never be back because of his relationship with Probst and that like he... Um, oh, did, didn't he punch him or something? Or? Not punch him, but he... No. Is that like... So the way that things ended with Chris and Julie, like, I guess really soured oh. him with probes or something. Okay. Cause like of the whole Julie and probes thing. And so like, right. supposedly for that reason, he's been like blacklisted forever from production because mm-hmm. he dared to vote out Julie who probes was falling in love with on the Island. I guess. I, guess. <laughs> I don't know about that. That doesn't, that's sound... what he claimed like five years ago or God, six years ago now almost. So I don't know. I mean, um, Plus, uh, like, to to no me, offense. that sounds a little bit like. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, no offense to the dude, but he was like really, really big at that point when I met him. So <laughs> like, that's why he's know. perfect, though. <laughs> like fat wise, or yeah, like... like he was like okay. way fatter, and uh, I don't know if he would even be like cleared to medically play. Like, <laughs> that makes Jesus. me want to see him even more. <laughs> I gotta see some photos. <laughs> that yeah. That'd be a hell of a weight loss, though. You know, going on Survivor and dropping like eighty pounds. Yeah, he could do it. Big, big like, Tom did it. But I, I like Big Tom can do it. You know, I liked Chris as a winner, so I'd like to see him play again. Honestly, the person who I'd like to see play again is Brian Heideck. But we're I don't think we're <laughs> yeah. getting that. I don't know if we're gonna see. Yeah, him. only only yeah. if he comes without his bow and arrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you think Ethan is cleared to play because he's had cancer like two or three times? He said, I think, with his last time with Rob, that he he would, that he mm-hmm. he thinks he's healthy enough and he wants to play again. But I mean, I don't know. Again, like with Todd, it's like, do you like risk that? I don't know. Right. If anybody could do it, I think I'd put money on him doing that. If anybody could return from something like that, because he seems like the kind of guy who can overcome anything. Right. Fucking survivor hero Ethan uh what's his last name? Zorn. Ethan, Ethan Zorn. Or or Ethan Zorn as Greg Gumble said or Brian Gumble said. <laughs> I'm bringing out all the hits tonight, all the yeah. 2003 references. And uh it's the last man uh, Richard Hatch, which I think he's a definite. Yeah, I think de- yeah, I think he's definitely coming back. Can he get cleared? Is there still like legal ramifications or is he okay now? I he's think paid it's all over. Society. I think he's yeah, I think he's free and clear. <laughs> Hopefully they they iron out the tax stuff this time beforehand. I, yeah, and I saw a photo of him. He's all tatted up now, like Russell. Yeah, that's gross. So, uh, so okay. I will say this. Here's my predictions. Um, either Denise or Natalie get on. If both of them get on, I don't know who to pick. But one of those. Wait, Denise and who? Natalie White. Um, you think Natalie White's gonna win? Either one of those is is my winner pick. Um, okay. If they're both on, I'll have to pick at that point. Um, and Kim Spradlin is the first merge boot. Mm. That's my take. I can see that. I like that. Maldo? I say Richard is going to make it to like final seven. I think I have a feeling like he's going to go far. If, if he gets the right combination of people, I think he can make something happen. Can you imagine like a Tony and Richard Hatch, like alliance like, <laughs> uh, in the game? That's like yeah. a fucking dream scenario. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. T- Tony, Hatch and, Tony Hatch and Kim running the game. That'd be, that's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, Parvati's early boot too. Parvati and Sander early boots. Probably. Um, yeah. So is. Uh, what about Natalie Sophie. Anderson? We haven't been talked about her that much. I feel like she'd be a pretty good challenger for the win. I'm not a Natalie Anderson fan. She seemed like she just yeah. seems very like into herself. I feel like Natalie played in an odd season with a lot of people who weren't fans of the show. 
right? There were a lot of recruits on that season. And so I think Natalie would just get blown out of the water at some point. Like, she would just have no idea what was going uh, yeah, on. Yeah, for sure. And, and it, like, yeah. She'd be like an early merge boot or like a pre merge boot for sure. In over her head for sure. So Absolutely. She's been on two seasons of the, the Amazing Race, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she, so this would be her fourth reality show. Okay. Do you guys or do you guys have a fear that this will turn into like All Stars 2.0, where it's just some whoever the most milk toast person is is going to end up winning, <laughs> and then all all the people we like are going to get eliminated early, or all the big. I guess it depends on of. if uh, there's an Extinction Island or not. You know, just keep in mind. I mean, this is going to be the most pre-merge alliance season of all time. I could even <laughs> honestly see them have, bringing Ghost Island back, Ghost Island and Extinction Island. You know, just have it have everything in yeah, play. Just like, make it a million so idols crazy. advantages. Yeah. yeah, that'd be sick. <laughs> make it as um, random random as possible, just to prevent well, like something in All Stars happening. Yeah, if they have Extinction Island, if they have a fire making challenge, there's got to be. So, it's probably looking more like a a male oriented season who would probably get back in or possibly win the fire making challenge. Who's uh, most equipped to win that? Boss and Rob. Uh... Yeah, he's got the mo- he's got the most time out there. Yeah, Boston Rob is a front runner for a lot of this. Wendell, but, I mean, Wendell did it last time, right? Wendell, so. true. Yeah, Wendell, recency. Yeah, I okay. do think uh, we, a lot of the recent winners probably will be more of targets, right? Because they're like games are fresher. Yeah, I would think. Fresher. I yeah. Think, so that's why I think Hatch could go far. I mean, he's the first winner, but he played a, the game was a completely different game when he played yeah. even at all stars it was different than it is now yeah no kidding and, and it's like it's richard who wouldn't want to work with him for a while like you don't want to get rid of that guy immediately right. um okay we just covered everything um yeah, this, is, this is a long one <laughs> get rid of those notes i've had for a while a very long one renee is your landlord coming no, he. I mean, he hasn't texted me or anything yet, so I don't know. Okay, you should, great. You should bring him on next week as your guest. <laughs> yeah, he is on next week. He's. I assume he's a he's a white male too, right? No, he's a black dude. Oh, let's get him on. Black lawyer. So does he, does he like Survivor? Uh, he's probably never watched an episode. Okay. All right. So <laughs> we're kind of even like barely even talked about this, but Game of Thrones this night. I mean, I've been waiting for this fucking day for two years. Moldo, are you a big uh, Thrones fan? Hell yeah, I'm a big Thrones fan. I haven't rewatched any of it though, so I'm a little bit like I can't. I remember mostly what happened, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm pumped for tonight. Yeah, Renee, um, I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. Uh, I have stated this for years. It's the best show on television. Um, and, besides Survivor. Uh, besides Survivor, <laughs> I guess I would say better than Survivor, but. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if I told this before, maybe I did, but at, were you rumored to be on Game of Thrones? I was rumored to be like on a, Game of Thrones, yeah. Yeah, uh, but you got, you, you got, you got cut off, uh, fi- uh, your finalist <laughs> boot. Yeah. No, I was at this wedding a couple summers ago. It was right before the last season was supposed to come out. Right. And mm-hmm. we, it was like the wedding party. So it was just a bunch of random people, right. From different walks of life and like. So it was, like, me, and there's, like, teachers, and, like, the guy who's sitting next to me was, uh, he was, like, in a punk rock band, you know? And, like, somehow we all got into Game of Thrones, and we all started talking about how we loved it. And here's this punk rocker dude talking about fucking Tyrion Lannister and shit. And I'm just like, what show could bring people together like this 
Like, we haven't seen that in, like, so long. I mean, maybe the finale of Lost, possibly. But mm-hmm. Game of Thrones has done something that is so rare, which it's, it's, a, it's like a fantasy genre-specific show, and yet it's hugely popular with, you know, a ton of different people for a ton of different reasons. And uh, I think it's just, like, it's, it's a historic thing. I don't know if we're going to get this anytime in the near future of a show that has impacted you know, pop culture like this. Um, so I'm very pumped about tonight. Um, it's going to be weird watching it, not with my wife, but I can't wait until she gets back. So like, I'm definitely going to watch. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I love, I've loved the show. I know a lot of people were hating on last season for some odd reason. Um, but Uh, people are just get their britches in a knot. Yeah. they're just I mean, like they're complaining, nitpick about every little yeah. fucking thing, like Littlefinger and Varys, like travel all yeah, over the world. Like, it's just like guys, it's, a, it's a fantasy show, you know. It's, it's not in real time. Yeah, creative license. It was. Yeah. I thought it was still top notch. Um, so yeah, I'm very pumped about this show. I can't, you know, I don't understand people who like refuse to watch it. It's very odd. Mm-hmm. So I okay, I'm comparing this to three other, maybe four other ser- series. I was going to say the fourth one was Mad Men, but I don't think so. I think that kind of like really dragged on the last couple of seasons and people yeah. lost a lot of interest. And But so Breaking Bad, The Sopranos, and Lost. Yeah. With Lost, I think Lost failed. I, I, I personally, I, I think the last season was fine. I really love Lost. But there was a lot of things that they didn't tie up. And I feel like Game of Thrones will tie up everything. They, they can't not tie up everything. Yeah. And then... We have Sopranos, which people were mixed on about the finale, and then Breaking. But the, the problem with Sopranos is they really spaced out their seasons. Like there was like a year and a half or two years in between seasons, kind of like what had just happened with Game of Thrones. And then finally, we have Breaking Bad, which I feel like it's on a, such a smaller scale than Game of Thrones. Like this is Game. They're not even comparable. Game of Thrones is like a huge blockbuster movie compared to something like an indie film, which yeah, is like Breaking Bad. Spot on, I think. So. Yeah, I think you're accurate. But they're all great in their own way. Right. We're, um, we have any predictions? Who's gonna? Yeah. Uh, send everyone's gonna die. Can we agree? Like someone, someone big is definitely gonna die tonight, right? Like I think we can agree on that. Like they have to go. They, I don't know. They have to they come want, like, in. A shock factor. Yeah, they want to come like, in sh- with like a big thing. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna like go ahead and say that Arya's getting killed tonight. Arya? Arya Stark. She's done. Huh. She's going to be the first big player to be gone. I don't know. Really? I don't, know. I don't think so. I, mean, I don't think there are. That's oh, my prediction. Because my, I'm not spoiled. I This is all. Yeah, I don't think there are spoilers, so. <clears throat> no, I think, which has been great. There's yeah. no spoilers out for this, and there's no spoilers out for uh, Adventures Endgame. But um, <clears throat> I think the, the way this is going to end, I think Arya is either taking Jamie's face or Cersei's face. And I, I, I wouldn't even put it past Arya with taking Jon Snow's face too, and then like sitting on the Iron Throne as Jon Snow, or or Arya taking Danny's face. Like some weird shit's gonna happen. <laughs> okay. Like, I could see. So Jamie's Jamie's riding north. I could see Jamie dying, and then Arya taking his face, and then like she comes into like uh, King's Landing, like walks in because she's Jamie Lannister, and then she just like kills Cersei. Interesting. Could you see that? You see that, Renee? I don't know, man. I don't know if. I don't know if they're willing to do that because that'd be kind of a cop out of sorts. Um, 
it's very possible. I mean, shit, you never put, put anything past these people. Um, I was going to say this. Uh, we were talking about this at work the other day. Is that um, so George R. R. Martin like has definitely like he has not wanted to finish the books because he's waiting to see how the 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 TV show um, turns out. You know what I'm saying? Because from what I re- read years ago was that he told you know Benioff and Weiss his game plan of how the the books were going to end. And so that's what they've modeled the last few seasons off of. But I think now he's having reservations, right? And so he's like, well, shit, let me see how this plays out. Like, because maybe he had Jon Snow dying and, like, people are going to be upset. So then he'll make him live in the books. So I think unless the the series ends perfectly, like, he's going to take the books in a different direction. Just to kind of like say, you know, this is my material. You screwed it up. Yeah, like I want it to exactly, end a different way. Exactly. You know, you know what's gonna? It's gonna like because Stannis is still alive in the books. It's probably gonna have like Stannis be like the one ruling <laughs> the king. Oh god, uh, probably. Uh, Moldo, any uh, thoughts on Game of Thrones? I mean, I think I just have a feeling that a lot of like most of the people are gonna die. I don't know. I just they're they're setting it up for that big battle against mm. the White well, Walkers. I don't think there's gonna be many people that make it out of that. Who do you, do you guys think? The Night King will die first, or Cersei? Like, what's uh, the what's I think, what's going to be the, the Night main King? Battle? I don't. I have. I have no idea. I think the. Mm. I, so if you kill the Night King, everyone dies. All the all the White Walkers die, right? Yeah, I think they're going to kill the Night King probably around episode four, and then they'll have the last two mm-hmm. episodes be like trying to take down Cersei. That's my thought. Just all at war, just like yeah, you know, they're just so like, like they're so like war. battered up and like destroyed from uh, from fighting the White Walkers. Yeah, they just go out like suicide mission down to King's Landing and just destroy everything. Yeah, wasn't she marching up to kind of take advantage of the bloodbath that's going to ensue, and then she's going to kill all her enemies after they kind of tie her out? Isn't that her plan? Well, I, I, I think so. Yeah, said, yeah, but I don't think she was committed to actually um, committing any troops. Right? I think that's how. The last episode ended was she was like, "Oh, I'm just kidding. Like, I'm not going to help in any way." And then she, Jamie got all mad and left on his own. So. Maybe the North partners up with the White Walkers and they go take down Kings Landing like, as a team, <laughs> a, tag, a tag team match. Yeah, I don't know if the White Walkers are interested in any kind of partnership. I think they just want everybody to die. Yeah. Uh, so what's going on with Bran? Um. I mean, I've heard a lot of crazy theories about him and how he, how where he's going to end up and all that stuff. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like he's just going to end up like the old Three-Eyed Raven, right? He's going to end up like in a tree somewhere. <laughs> just chilling? Just chillin'? Yeah, just like, I don't know. In bugs and worms? Watching shit and like maybe grooming like the next Three-Eyed Raven or something. Mm. You don't think he's going to turn into the Night King or warg into the Night King is stuck there or something? I don't think so. I do hope, well, do you think we'll get any insight into, like, into the Night King? Like, or is his motivation just purely he wants to kill every living thing out there? I think he's, like, evil incarnate. I think uh, he just wants to kill and take over everything. And once he does that, it's mission accomplished. Because we saw that scene where the children of the forest, like, made that one guy into the Night King. So he was, right. like, a normal human, right? right. So in the, yeah. books, in the books, I think it's a Stark. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's a rumor that the Night King's a Stark, or the yeah. Night King. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, 
I'm pumped. I know these are long episodes. I think each episode is like at least an hour. No, the first like three are like 55 minutes. Oh, really? Okay. So people were really pissed off about that. But the next like three are like 84 minutes. Yeah. So, so that'll be, I don't know. Well, we can talk about Game of Thrones every week till it's over, I guess, as well. <laughs> yeah, it'd be amazing. Um, yeah. As well as um, let's go a quick. Let's do a quick foe. A bunch of foes right now. Oh shit! War Dog, War Dog's a foe. Joe Mena's a foe. Rem, uh, Redmond's a foe. Josh Wiggler's a foe until he comes on here. Uh, oh. <laughs> any other foe? This is a foe blast right now. Who else? Uh, who else is a foe? Um, Densford is a foe for supporting. Oh yeah, he's a big time uh, foe for yeah. supporting Redmond. Yeah. Uh, oh, he supports him. Jeez. I don't, I don't get that. How yeah. could you support the, this guy? Is like the personification of Reddit, you know? Oh yeah. Um, any other foes? Who am I missing? Yeah, basically, don't come at Renee and Wes, right? Don't yeah. come at the yeah. known trolls, or you get you'll get trollified. Yeah. Moldo, <laughs> last uh, any comments, Moldo? Any? Uh, I love everyone. I hope I'm glad everybody's <laughs> living their best lives, and Wait. I just want them to speak their truths. Quickly, Wes, what, what happened in Ireland? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I totally, I totally forgot. Uh, I haven't even posted anything on Instagram. Um, oh, then, then did it really happen? <laughs> I know, didn't. Posted like two snaps, or no, no, two stories. I don't snap anymore. Um, <laughs> it was awesome. Ireland is great. I totally recommend it. Have you been to Ireland, Moldo? No, I, w- I want to go. That's like next on my list. It's probably. like uh, the USA's like little brother. Um, yeah. Did you go uh, like, with all like around, or was it just like you stayed in a couple So we, uh, my wife had work. I uh, should go to a conference in Dublin. So I met her in Dublin, was there for three and a half days. So Dublin is on the east coast of Ireland, southeast coast. Dublin was like an old town. A lot, a lot of stuff to do. The food was great. The food huh. was amazing in, in Ireland. It's not just like baked potatoes and like cabbage. I, I um, could live with that. Yeah, the, I had the best Indian food I've ever had in Dublin. Oh wow! It was just like so like fresh and so like lots of flavor, lots of flavor. Um, <laughs> yeah, just like old buildings, like nice old streets. It was just uh, the people were so nice and welcoming and warm. Um, and I have a huge, a huge portion of my family is Irish, so it was like I, everyone looked alike to me, looked uh, like people in my life, <laughs> like cousins and stuff. Um, and then so after like four days in Dublin, we went to Kil- uh, Killarney, which is on the west side, on the west coast, and we stayed there for three nights at, at, on this lake, which was beautiful. And then we did a couple tours, this one tour, tour to Dingle, which is this cute little like seaside town. What like Dingleberry? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I heard the I heard the berries there are so fresh. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, on the way there, you uh, you can glimpse the uh, Star Wars island where uh, oh, the Jedi sure. Temple is. It's nice. called the Skellig Islands, and uh, they don't open up till May, so I couldn't go out there. But I guess they so they filmed the last Jedi Luke scenes there, and then they told them they couldn't go back because they destroyed a lot. Oh shit! They, I think they they messed up a lot of the nesting habits of the birds, and there's like uh, old monasteries that were there since like the 1500s, I think. So they went to this other island close by and just made it look like it was the, the same island. So interesting. But so we also I went to this uh, this old heritage site, a UNESCO heritage site, like an hour north of Dublin called Newgrange, which was created 3200 uh, BC, Jeez. over five five thousand years ago. Damn. By like uh, Neolithic people, I don't, I don't know if they're cavemen or whatnot, pagans or stuff. It was before before the Celtics uh, came over to, to Ireland and fucked everything up. 
but yeah, it was uh, it was great. Uh, had a lot of fun. Definitely, we'll go back at some point. Seven days wasn't enough to go around the whole country. Wow. But yeah. Okay. But Molda, so you've been uh, all over Europe. Uh, I've been to London, Paris, Italy, and Munich. I went to a bunch of places in Italy, but then Munich, Paris, London. Did you go to Munich for Oktoberfest? Yeah. How fucking awesome. insane! How crazy is that? Oh, it was nuts. I loved it. It, it was just funny because outside it's just like a county fair. <laughs> exactly. I didn't. I didn't know what to expect. It was like this humongous car, like fair with car, like all these German carnies. Yeah, it's the same thing here. <laughs> like when I go to the LA County Fair, it's like the same games, the same rides. Mm-hmm. But then inside, then there's like tents that have been there for hundreds. The humongous of years. tents. Yeah. Did you go yeah. in? So you were? Would you eat food and like drink in the tents? Oh yeah, we went to like three tents. I forget the names. We went to the one where they had like the the boar on the spit. We had okay. we had roasted boar. Like that was mm-hmm. so delicious. It's and, uh yeah it's tanked. Uh, we yeah we had a we had a table too and it was just fucking crazy. Just like nonstop debauchery. People yeah. peeing everywhere. I made the huge <laughs> mistake of like going there with sandals on, and that was like one of the worst oh. mistakes of my life. Because like in like in the the bathrooms were just absolutely trashed, and like it's like um. In those urinals at like the baseball games, where you're just like right next to each other and like people peeing on your feet, by uh-huh. accident, it was disgusting. Uh, it w- it was like chaos too. Like, just like so many drunk people, so much beer being dr- uh, drank. Yeah, but it I was got, a lot of, a lot of fun though. A, a couple of people, like Americans, they like came up to me, and I already had like three beers at that point, and they're like, "Could we take a picture with you?" And I'm like, "Okay, I'm holding like a giant pretzel." Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, so and they're like, oh, you're not German? I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm, pro- I'm American. Were they like, oh, well, spre- yeah, spre- well, no one will know. They're like, well, nobody will know. So they still took the picture of me, and I'm like, just drunk, cross-eyed with a giant pretzel. I'm like, whatever. I guess I look German <laughs> enough. Did you have a uh, what are they? Did you have the lederhosen? Oh no, I didn't because I couldn't find a pair that fit me at the department store. It's a good thing. I just had a I just had a pair of jeans and a checkered shirt. I, I blended in. I didn't. I'm. I'm glad I didn't get the later hosen because you don't really need it. Yeah, I had the later hosen. I fit right in, except for my oh, sandals. I, I. I think Germans have like a weird foot fetish too. So like everywhere I went, like people were just like staring at my feet. Nice. <laughs> Renee, have you uh, been to Munich or where else? You, where have you been in your uh, Europe, like Renee? No, I'm a poor Mexican, so I'm not like you white guys who get to go to Europe. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Shit. Um, like, no. Um. I've only ever, yeah, I haven't traveled much outside of the U.S., um, except for getting married in Mexico. Um, but uh, obviously the wife is of Irish descent. Um, mm-hmm. Her, I think it was her great-grandpa or great-grandparents came from Ireland. Um, so I think we want to make it a point to go to Ireland, obviously, because it's like her homeland, her motherland. Um, but we have not obviously done that yet. Uh, maybe... Maybe in a few years, now that we're going to have some of these kids, we got to wait until they're, they're of age to travel out there. So Right. Wait till they're like five or six. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, it's, Mo- I'm looking forward to it. Mm. Yeah. Moldani, what is that? Is that British? What are you, you're, you English, that's, Moldani? That's Irish. Are you? Okay. Molda- yeah. Oh, Downey, okay. I'm, I'm actually half Italian. I'm more Italian than anything, but I just <laughs> have that- the most Irish-sounding name possible. Ryan. Definitely Ryan Irish Patrick too. Muldowney. Oh, <laughs> Danny as Irish as again. <laughs> oh, the potatoes. So, okay. Uh, I do love anything, potatoes for what it's worth. So it's potatoes are stereotype. Potatoes, potatoes are really good there. Uh, any uh, closing thoughts, Renee? Uh, 
I don't think so. Game of Thrones. Looking forward to this double boot episode. We'll see what happens. There was kind of a shit show. And uh, I guess we'll wait and see <laughs> for next week. Yeah. All right. Renee, Renee, if you get lonely, you know, you could always come over to my house to watch Game of Thrones. I know you're a little sad about having to watch it by yourself. Oh, no. I'm definitely looking forward to just being at home alone with my pup <laughs> before my wife comes back with the crying kid. Yeah, I'm sure. All right, guys. Thanks for coming on the Known Trolls podcast. Uh, and, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And that will be it. And next week, I guess, we'll do some more podcasting. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. And, and next time, if our guest cancels next week, Moldo, I expect you back on. Of course. <laughs> I'll, I'll broughtcast live from Vegas. Actually, I'll be, probably, I'll be home at this time. But. Are you going to, Ve- you're, you're going to Vegas next week? Yeah, Vegas. I'm sorry, yeah. that sucks. Uh, yeah, it's terrible. I hate it. Really, it. I really is. I hate Vegas. Another it's another ba- pocket. What did you say? Bachelor, it's a bachelor party too. Oh, so even worse. That's even worse. Where are you? Where are you staying? <clears throat> MGM. Oh God, dude, you're you're in for a weekend of pain. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be fun. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week. All right, bye.